It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of Here We Go, The Steelers Show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from Steel Curtain Network and Fans First Sports Network. Going to do some solo uh, work today as my good friend Kevin Smith is out and about and enjoying family time. Hey, this is definitely going to be a trend in late June and in July. Now think about it. The Pittsburgh Steelers, well, this is their time off. Mini camps, OTAs, it's over. So you're going to see a lot of us filling in for each other as we go. Jeff Hartman will be filling in for me next week as I take a little bit of time off and Dave does as well. But rest assured, by the time training camp starts full force, we are going to be going at it strong to Get you the best and the brightest of Pittsburgh Steelers news here on, you know it, Steel Curtain Network. And I hope you had a chance to listen to a show I'm very proud of this morning. It's Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride. It's, you know what, we consider it the, it's the flagship here at Steel Curtain Network. You can hear that Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Jeremy Betts is always on with Jeff on Fridays, but I had an opportunity to join him this morning as well, as we had some source information from deep inside the Pittsburgh Steeler organization talking about Kenny Pickett. There is more of that to come. 
You can check that out on Let's Ride on Monday with Jeff Hartman. You know, really good stuff as we explore more avenues here at Steel Curtain Network and FFSN. You're going to find uh, that we meet more people and we uh, get some more information as we go very close to the Steelers. So you're hearing it exclusively here on FFSN and it's something to be proud of here. So make sure you check out all of our podcasts, not just this one, not just Let's Ride, but a whole slew of them here on the network. Let's get into it. I talked about, no, I talked about filling in. Another group that is not doing much in the summer because they are on their vacation as well. They're on a little bit of a hiatus. It's our very own Steel City Insider with Jim Wexel and Jeremy Ritz, and they're taking some time off. So I filled in for them on Wednesday. I hope you had a chance to check it out. I unveiled my all-time Steelers no Pro Bowl team on offense. Something I did a long time ago, and I put it together, and I wanted to go ahead and do that updated this year. I mean, it was years ago that we did this. So I, I looked at it, and I dug a little deeper. And who are the Steelers that have never made the Pro Bowl and even never made the Pro Bowl for another team? If you made it for another team, we're not going to put you in there because you were just not a Pro Bowl player. There are some very good names on that list. And as we look at defense, there's even better names on defense. So we're going to talk about defense today. Once again, we did offense on Wednesday. Go back and check out that show if you want to hear the offense and you did not get a chance to check it out. So let's do the defense here on Here We Go, the Steelers show. And it's going to be interesting because we're mixing eras here. When you're mixing eras, there's a 3-4 defense. There's a 4-3 defense. That means you've got middle linebackers. Then you have the buck and the mic linebackers, the inside linebackers. Now there's blurred lines now with edge rushers. Who's a defensive end? Who's a defensive tackle? Who's an outside linebacker as an edge rusher? So we're just going to consider a lot of names here and we're going to put it into our team. And of course, in the comment sections, debate this. It's really good stuff to do. So let's get into it. We are going to start with the Steelers defense. And I keep on saying, let's get into it. So I'm getting into it now. Man, me and my crutch phrases, phrases, phrasers, my phrasers, my crutch phrases sometimes. I, I got to stop that. All right. So the defensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's going to be one guy on the D line. And I'm not going to say who all is going to be your nose tackle or your defensive tackles or your defensive ends. I'm going to just make a front, a front four. And there's going to be honorable mentions that are going to be they're going to be reserves on this list as well so one of the guys on this list is a guy that you're going to be surprised that he is but you've got to remember he's a member of the famed steel curtain and three of those four guys were gosh they they definitely got some action with pro bowl experience so Let's look at the defensive ends. We're going to look at Keith Willis first. One of my favorites from this list. And a lot of you that are not familiar with the 1980s are not going to know Keith Willis. 
lot of people think that the 80s were a dark time. They were and they weren't. They did miss the playoffs four years in a row, but they went to the playoffs four times in that decade. They went to another AFC championship game. They did not, they were losing their guys from the dynasty. And the guys that they kept from the dynasty were getting old. Keith Willis is a player from 1982 to 1991 for the Steelers. He never made the Pro Bowl. He was never named all pro. But he had seasons of 14 and 12 sacks in 1983 and 1986. He's got a total of 59 sacks as a Steeler, and that puts him in the top five. Man, this uh, undrafted free agent out of Northeastern in 1982. He is the current defensive line coach for Tennessee, I believe. So Keith Willis, fantastic player. He is a no-brainer on this list, but he's not the guy I'm talking about as far as who was a member of the Steel Curtain. I'm going to get, when we talk more about defensive tackles, I'm going to put him in that group. Another guy that could have been considered and one that you should be surprised that he was not a member of the Pro Bowl roster. But John Banaszak from 1976 to 1981 played for the Steelers. Very good player. Love this guy. He's a three-time Super Bowl champ, and he is also a member of the Steel Curtain, but not the original Steel Curtain that we know of. This guy hailed from Cleveland, and the Banaszak family, very interesting enough, he talks about this. They were Browns fans, and it took them some time to adjust to uh, John suiting up in black and gold for their heated rivals. Banaszak did start at defensive line in Super Bowl 13 and 14. Now, after seven years with the Steelers, John was a USFL champion with the Michigan Panthers in 1983. That was the very first ever USFL season, inaugural champs. John Banaszak on that team. Another guy I love for the defensive line, defensive end, it's Ray Seals. Ray Seals did not play long in Pittsburgh. 1994, 1995, he was hurt in 96. Now. Very rare for a player to make the NFL without ever playing college football. In the NBA, it happens all the time. The Steelers actually had two such players in 1990. Excuse me, in the 1990s. Carlton Hasselrig was one of them. He does have a Pro Bowl, so he did not make this team. And Ray Seals. Seals played for the Syracuse Express of the Empire Football League. He ended up with Tampa Bay as a free agent in 1989. Five season with the Bucks. Then he signed with the Steelers as a free agent. Very strong player on that line. Super Bowl 30, he was a starter. He had three fumble recoveries and an interception, four touched as a Steeler. This was a very good player. Big play, Ray Seals, the 60-minute man. Other guys that you could look at would be Ziggy Hood, Keevan Henry, Brenton Buckner, who was more of a defensive tackle in Carolina, but in Pittsburgh, he was a DE. Tim Johnson, Donald Evans, Edmund Nelson, Tom Beasley, and Keith Gary, number one pick. But I'm going to add one more guy to this list on my no Pro Bowl team. 
and he wasn't there before because he was an active player. And I don't put active players on this list, but it's Stefan to 2014 to 2021 as a Steeler. Just didn't play much and he didn't play at all in 2021. But he was still a member of the team. Stefan Tuitt was a number two draft pick in 2014 out of Notre Dame. Fantastic player. Fantastic all-around guy. Injuries hurt this guy's career. But he still put together a very nice career in the league. Stefan Tuitt definitely makes this list. I feel that if he played a little bit longer, he would have gotten one of those late Pro Bowls to his resume. So those are my four guys that we're going to have on this list. It's Keith Willis, John Banaszak, Ray Seals, and Stefan Tuitt. Now, if we had the coaches able to put all these guys together in their prime, would it be a 4-3? Doesn't matter. We're taking four defensive linemen here. Some are going to be starters. Some are going to be reserves. Let's look at the defensive tackles. Honorable mention goes out to Jared Will- Gerald Williams, Travis Kershke, Steve McLendon. I always thought it was McLendon. It's McLendon. Then Javon Hargrave is a guy that made it in 2021 with Philadelphia. He would have definitely been on this list. Now, he's an active player. I said no active players. I'm saying no active Steelers. So the guys I'm looking at, at defensive tackle, and also at nose tackle, I'm going to throw those nose tackles in. The guy that I was teasing earlier, Ernie Holmes, 1972-1977. He actually had two nicknames as a member of the Fame Steel Curtain. He was Fats and, because of his hairstyle, Arrowhead. To call Holmes merely a character, well, that's going to be an understatement. On the field, he was a vibrant wrecking ball who led the Steelers in sex unofficially with 11 in 1974, 10 and a half in 1975. Those were Super Bowl seasons. So the first Super Bowl years, Ernie Holmes was your sack leader. He was overshadowed. L.C. Green went overshadowed. Dwight White. A, a guy named Joe Green? Yeah. 40 unofficial sacks would rank him right outside the top 10 in Steelers history. He went on to a season with New England. That's really weird to think. I can't even find pictures of that. I was looking for him. But Ernie Holmes, definite. I mean, he's a no-brainer for the no Pro Bowl team. Should not be on this list because he should have a Pro Bowl next to his name. A guy that I absolutely love, Kimo Von Olhoffen. Hawaii native. Solid performer for the Steelers after five years as a Cincinnati Bengal. Everybody knows that he's abhorred in Cincinnati because of the Carson Palmer hit. Clean hit. That was in the wild card game. He had a 14-year career. Chemo's finest days of that career were in black and gold. 26 and a half career sacks. 20 and a half came as a member of the Steelers. He was a better Steeler than he was a Bengal. And especially... For those that are in their 30s and uh, just starting in their 40s now, Kimo Von Olhoffen's one of those guys because younger fans will know Kimo. Younger fans aren't knowing Steve Furness. But if you're a kid collecting trading cards like I was back in the 70s and 80s, you knew who Furness was. Almost Steve Finesse. He was a very finessed offensive, excuse me, defensive lineman. 
He was a replacement for Ernie Holmes on the Steel Curtain defense. A very effective pass rusher. 32 sacks in his time in Pittsburgh. Man, they, they always know how to sack the quarterback. Furness ended his career as a Detroit Lion one season in 1981. Sadly, he passed away of a heart attack in 2000 at the age of 49. Furness was a four-time Super Bowl champ. Definitely. It, one of those guys, like I said, you think of white, greenwood, Holmes, and green. But then you started moving in guys like Banazak and Steve Furness. Great players for that team. That's how stacked they were. These guys weren't making Pro Bowls. You know why they weren't making Pro Bowls? Because you had those guys in front of them. Somebody said this year that the if you ranked the defensive lines in the NFL, that the Philadelphia Eagles would not only be number one, but their B team, their second stringers, would probably be in the top 20. That's the way the Pittsburgh Steelers were at defensive line. They were all brand names, and they weren't starters. Let's look at nose tackle, too. I'm going to put this guy on the list as an honorable mention. Chris Hoke, 1995-2002. Great fill-in. Only 18 games. But he was behind Casey Hampton. He started 10 for an injured Hampton in 2004. But a valuable reserve. He uh, won two Super Bowls with the Steelers. Played in that Super Bowl loss to Green Bay as well. But the guy that I'm putting in on this list as nose tackle is Gary Dunn. I love me some Gary Dunn, number 67, 1976 to 1987, two-time Super Bowl champ, mainstay of the Steelers' defense for 12 seasons. In the 80s, became pretty much, I don't believe he was the captain, but he was he was that rock on the defense. He was definitely a, a character guy. He was definitely a locker room guy. Came from the Miami Hurricanes. He was a six-round pick in 1976, and he never expected to stick because of that loaded steel curtain line. But he just wanted to do well enough just to stick on with another team. But he did make it. Now, here's an interesting thing. 18 sacks, nine fumble recoveries during the Steeler days. Only team he ever played for. He was named an All-Pro in 1984, but not to the Pro Bowl. It's harder to be an All-Pro. How was he snubbed for, from that Pro Bowl team when he was an All-Pro? That just is ridiculous to me. That's because he was a blue-collar, anonymous guy. You knew him in Pittsburgh. You didn't know him everywhere else. It's absolutely fascinating when you think about it. But Gary Dunn was that type of player. For those of you that don't know who Gary Dunn is, check him out. Look into him. Fantastic. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the linebackers. We're going to do the defensive backfield. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is Here We Go, the Steelers show. And we will be back right after this with the conclusion of our no Pro Bowl team. Jim. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Here we go, the Steelers show. We're back. It is the no Pro Bowl team. We're doing the defensive edition. Filling in for the Steel City Insider. We did an exclusive uh, episode of Bad Language. It was a, a fill-in show, and we did the offense. Now we're going to do the players never to make a Pro Bowl on the Steelers defense. There's a good bit of them, but they were very important Steelers. Steeler Nation reveres a lot of these players, especially if you got to see some of these players play in the 70s and 80s. Absolutely phenomenal players that did not get the recognition outside of the 412. Kevin Smith is off. He will be back next week, as I will actually be on vacation too. Remember, everyone's taking vacation, everyone gets those deserved days off. And when can you take them? Before training camp. That's the best time. Then we're going to be back and better than ever when training camp starts and we're going to hit it hard as we always do. We hit it hard now. 20 original shows every single week on the Steel Curtain Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. Let's move on. It's time for the linebackers. Hope you're enjoying the list so far. For some of you, these are names you haven't heard in a while. For some of you, these are new names that you need to go look up. Part of Steeler lore. And I consider myself an amateur Steeler historian. I'm not like Wexel. Like Wexel's a great Steeler historian. 
and other other guys. I just have a very fond memory system for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I I relate to them. That's how my memory works. I relate to days from your. I long for them sometimes, but I grew up with this team. And remember, if you're growing up in the 80s, you had only three networks. You barely had ESPN. ESPN was just coming up because it came up in 1979. You had NBC, CBS, and ABC. Fox didn't come about until 1986. Became more prominent in 87, married with children, stuff like that, 21 Jump Street. But there wasn't a lot of Fox. So you watched a lot of football. I didn't get cable in my house until January of 1985. That was a glorious day. And that's when it was rolling through Johnstown. That's 84 to 85 was when that was getting big. I discovered MTV. It was all over. Discovered ESPN. That was amazing. So let's go ahead and check out some more of these names. Linebacker, once again, this is interesting. Because at linebacker, they've employed different schemes. Right now, they're primarily a 3-4 in Pittsburgh. They were 4-3 all the way up until 1982, and and that switched. My gosh, over 40 years of the 3-4. But nowadays, it's it's kind of not even... Their base defense is a 3-4, but they're moving stuff around all the time. It's kind of like... It's kind of what it's recommended. It's kind of the identity. They say, I wear a 3-4. But with everything moving and, and changing, you're just a defense. Because you could have different defenses on for first down, second down, third down, and fourth down. The nickel defense comes in. You know, you you would see guys like Jack Lambert in the 70s might not be playing all four downs if he was playing these days. And you'd be like, well, those players were a lot smaller. Those players would be bigger now. Because everything changes. If you have a player, if you have an offensive lineman that was playing a 280 back in the 70s, they were considered pretty huge. There was a lot of, there was 250-pound centers. There was 260-pound offensive tackles. But those same guys, if they grew up in a different time, and trained in a different time with technology, with everything you have, it's going to be different. So that's why a lot some of these guys, you're comparing apples to oranges. So I'm putting them all in. That's what I'm doing. Here we go. It's the Steelers show, and it's time to do mo- some more of this. Linebackers. We'll start with outside linebackers. And this is a guy that's been on the list all along. It's not the fact that we lost him in Steeler Nation last week. Clark Hagens. Clark Hagens was a consensus top pick for this exercise before it happened. And I started putting this list together years ago. Started putting it together two weeks ago. And Clark was the one starter on the uh, an outside linebacker that... The other one was definitive as well. They both have the last names that start with H. But let's talk about Clark Hagens first. Very underrated player. All-time sack leader at Colorado State. Spent 13 years in professional ranks. Most of his success has been with the Steelers. 
eight seasons ranking. He was ranked in the top 15 now with 32 and a half sacks. Earned a ring in Super Bowl 40 in that win over Seattle. There have been a lot of tributes to Clark Higgins over the last week and a half. And he deserves it. But once again, had he not passed away, it would have not mattered. He was going to be on this list. And how? Brian Hinkle's the other guy. 80s, we talked about the 80s being a down decade in the eyes of many Steelers fans. But those there were division titles. On these teams, Brian Hinkle was a consistent presence on defense. He, he really was most of the decade. Ranks in the top 25 all-time with 22 and a half sacks, 23rd with 15 interceptions, 15th with 11 fumble recoveries. He was a defensive mainstay, man. Six-rounder out of Oregon in 1981, never an all-pro or elected to the Pro Bowl, but a leader on the defense in the mold of his mentors, and they mentored him well, Jack Ham and Jack Lambert. Let's look at some of these other guys here. Dirt Winston, Carlos Emmons, Jerome Williams. Jerome Williams was pretty good, but he signed a big deal with San Diego, and they had Greg Lloyd. They were bringing in Eric Green. They were bringing in guys like that. Kevin Green. Eric Green's the tight end. I apologize. Jason Worlds is a guy that you could put on here. Another guy that I'm going to put on this list is Arthur Motes. Motes, a.k.a. The Body, very good stuff. 25 games during his tenure in Pittsburgh. And, you know, once again, a great voice in Steeler Broadcasting right now with the podcast that he does. After spending four seasons in Buffalo, he was a 2010 sixth rounder out of James Madison. He signed a one-year deal with the Steelers, ended up sticking around for four. That's great. When you sign a guy to a one-year deal, it's kind of a prove-it deal. And then when you're sticking around for four, that means you're pretty special. Very popular player in Pittsburgh, played inside, played out. That's why he's got to be on this team. 11 and a half sacks with the hypocycloids on his helmet. Fantastic guy. Another guy I'm going to put on the list, he's a current player, but not with the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people thought he was coming back this year. It's Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree's overshadowed a good bit by some other linebackers. Overshadowed by late years of James Harrison. Overshadowed by, of course, TJ Watt. Bud Dupree played well enough to get a very big deal with Tennessee. Now he's in Atlanta. So I'm putting Bud Dupree on this list. Let's go inside. Not as many guys. I'm going to actually name five guys inside to this team. The first one is one that even a lot of people that were growing up in the 70s don't realize who he is. Played in the late 60s, early 70s. One of the guys that stuck around with Chuck Noll, Henry Davis, had 17 sacks for this team. Henry Davis was a very good player. Other guys to talk about here. Vinny Vitti Vici, Vince Williams. 2013 to last year when he retired excuse me 21 is when he retired man time is going fast Vinny Vitti Vici great player number 98 
he was not on this list originally because he was a current player at the time, but you got to put him on there. Then there's Earl Holmes. Don't leave out the hitman Earl Holmes. When he was drafted in 1996, I believe in the fourth round, he goes up to Bill Cowher and says, congratulations, coach. You just picked the best linebacker in the draft. He didn't because Ray Lewis was in that draft, but Earl Holmes was maybe the second best linebacker in that draft, especially on the inside. Earl Holmes, very good player for the Steelers. Never made the Pro Bowl. Ended up, regretted leaving for Cleveland. Ended up in Detroit too. Regretted. But fantastic. Love me some Earl Holmes. Number 50. Another great player for number uh, the war number 50. Let's talk about Larry Foote. He's honorable mention here. Got a ring, left, came back. Went to his hometown Lions and came back. You got to put Larry Foote on the list. 2002 to 2013 with 2009 being out of the mix. He was in Detroit then. Here's a guy, the cow Golden Bear, that played in 57 straight games until his retirement after the 1983 season. You don't, not a lot of people know who he is. I do. All four Super Bowls, Lauren Tays, 1973 to 1983, very good player for this team. You knew Jack Lambert. You knew Robin Cole. You knew Jack Ham. You knew these guys. But you didn't know Lauren Tays that much. But he came in, he did his job, he made things happen when it had to happen. So there you go. Henry Davis, Earl Holmes, Vince Williams, Larry Foote, Lauren Tace. Shock full of corners. We've got so many corners to talk about. I'm putting three on this list definitively. Then I'm going to throw some others on your honorable mention. And you know what? I'm putting four on this list. You have to. There's a guy that you cannot leave out. So let's talk about Guys considered, but not making the team. John Rouser. Ron Johnson, a former number one pick. Another former number one pick, Chad Scott. Another former number one pick, Dion Figures. Another one, number one pick doesn't even make honorable, excuse me, honorable mention. It's uh, Artie Burns. Also on this list, Sam Washington. Dalton Hall, who was the rookie of the year. The Joe Green Great Performance Award winner over... Rod Woodson in 1987. DJ Johnson. Willie Williams. Willie Williams was good. Don't forget about Dwayne Washington. Bryant McFadden. Keenan Lewis. Steven Nelson. Let's talk about one of my favorites. A pick out of Alabama in 1998. His name was Deshae Townsend. Played for two Super Bowl winners. This guy was just a mainstay on the other side of the ball. You had one side, you had Ike Taylor. And Ike Taylor's making this list too. But Deshae was so important. A little more unheralded. You could see why he didn't make it. But very good player. Big play Willie Gay. I'm putting him on the list. He is tied with five pick sixes with Rod Woodson. Most for the Pittsburgh Steelers in history. 
He spent 10 of his 11 seasons as a Steeler, 11 career interceptions in black and gold. Five were, like we said, pick sixes. Number five draft pick out of Louisville, 2007, 2011. I know it's Louisville, or some, but if you go down there, it's Louisville, like Whoville. Then he was back from 2013 to 2017. One, 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 one Super Bowl on this team. Played in another. He wasn't around. He was in Louisville when they won the first one. Those will be my reserves on this team. Deshay and William Gay. My top guys. Ike Taylor. If Ike Taylor had better hands, he could be in the Hall of Fame. He had 14 interceptions in his career. But he would have had so many more. He just didn't have great hands, but he knew how to break up passes. He did get a a Super Bowl interception, and that's very important. Helping clinch that game in 2006, in February of 2006, that 2005 season. Ike was the best corner on the two Lombardi winning clubs in the 2000s. 05 and 08. Ike Taylor. Face me, Ike. Just love him. Had a chance to interview him. That was a blast. Here's a guy I had a chance to meet in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And I think this guy's the number one guy on this list. 37 interceptions in 12 seasons. Ranks him fourth all time in Pittsburgh. 12 seasons as a Steeler. He was the 1982 team MVP. Then he became a judge in the Court of Common Pleas of Allegheny County in 2005. He also ran for openings on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. It's Dwayne Woodruff. Became a lawyer as a player. This guy was dedicated to the football field and dedicated to his family and his career off of it. His post-football career. He knew how to do it. Dwayne Woodruff is one of the all-time great Steelers that have never made a Pro Bowl. You're not going to put him on the list because you have all these Hall of Fame guys. But they don't win in 1979 without the rookie leading the team in interceptions that year. They don't. You know, that's a team, the Steeler team, the offense turned the ball over a lot. But then you had guys on the uh, on the other side of the ball that were giving them back to the offense. Let's look at a free safety here. And it's going to be Darren Perry. I don't know why he's not a pro bowler. He was a phenomenal Pittsburgh Steeler, 1992 to 1998. He impressed right away. He was an eighth-round pick out of Penn State. He was an All-American, second-leading interception. Let me try that again. Interceptor in Penn State history. He was that good. As a rookie, those six interceptions made a big deal. It was the first time in 37 years a rookie led the Steelers in picks. That first-year excellence earned Darren the Joe Green Great Performance Award as Pittsburgh's top rookie. He's another, another number 39, and when you think of safety, 39, you think of Minka. But this 39 ended his uh, Pittsburgh career after seven solid seasons in 98 as the seventh best interceptor of all time in the Steel City. He moved on, went to other teams, joined the coaching ranks, 
actually won two Super Bowl rings as a defensive backs coach with the Steelers and opposing the Steelers as a Packers coach in 2010. So he's won three ranks. Let's look at strong safety. I'm going with Lethon Flowers here. Big talker. Big hitter. He was a Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket. Came in 1995 as a fifth rounder. Like I said, never met a player he didn't want to hit. Never met a microphone he didn't want to speak into. In eight years, Flowers had four picks, 432 tackles, 12 sacks. And he appeared in three AFC title bouts in Super Bowl 30. As a rookie. Then, I'm putting another guy in there. Mike Logan. There's a debate between Pittsburgh fans and West Virginians on whether to call him McKeesport Mike or Morgantown Mike. Because he played at WVU. Then he had a stellar career in Jacksonville for four years. The second rounder in 1997 signed with his hometown Steelers. And spent six years playing in the secondary for the Steelers. Four playoff teams as a Steelers, including winning a ring in Super Bowl 30 against Seattle. Logan's career stats in the Steel City include 223 tackles, five interceptions, five forced fumbles, five fumble recovers, and three and a half sacks. He was one of those guys, didn't have to start all the time, but he was so valuable coming off the bench. Mike Logan, not a pro bowler, but a very special Pittsburgh Steeler. Other guys you could look at here, Rick Woods, Brent Alexander, Eric Williams, Mike Mitchell, Myron Bell, Will Allen, Sean Davis, Terrell Edmonds. You can make a case for Terrell Edmonds on this team. And then Tyrone Carter. Chris Hope and Thomas Everett. Bad, where are they? Why aren't they on the team? They won Pro Bowls elsewhere. Chris Hope in Tennessee. After the Steelers won the Super Bowl, went to Tennessee, went to the Pro Bowl the very next year. And Thomas Everett. Can't remember if he won one in Dallas. Excuse me, he went to the Pro Bowl in Dallas or Tampa Bay. And I'm actually thinking it's Tampa Bay. Thomas Everett, man, he was another hitter. Fantastic hitter. One of the more devastating hitters at safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not Donnie Shell, but really, man, a hitter. All right, let's do it. Let's get out of here. It has been a lot of fun. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You will have and hear Kevin Smith back again. I hope you enjoyed the no Pro Bowl team. It's a shame that you have to make a list of guys that didn't make the Pro Bowl, but it shows you just how awesome the Pittsburgh Steelers have been. And you have guys this caliber that were never honored with going to Hawaii or in later years going to Florida or Vegas as a Pro Bowler, getting that vacation. It's just a shame that it's not on their resume because some of these were that darn good. Once again, this is Here We Go, the Steelers Show, a special edition. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Kevin Smith will be back. And we ask you to do one special thing for us. And if you could do that, we'd all be grateful. Stick around with Steel Curtain Network and keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the hypocycloids.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.